We live. You did you go? Did you go to Waldo, C Major? I did. I how did. how was... unsocially distanced were they? <laughs> um, well, the thing is, they were separate gazebos, so that you can crowd up around people. Oh, <laughs> but you separate it from the other <laughs> crowd of people. So you can choose where to pick up your Rona. We <laughs> <laughs> got Rona hubs. <laughs> if you want, if you want, uh, if you want the asymptomatic version, <laughs> please line up at Gazebo B. I'm over here with the hookah. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of who, a lot of people social distancing and smoking hookah, and I don't know if those two things go together. No. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to adjust the mic. If you like your Corona with a side of guacamole, <laughs> come over here within the crab tent. <laughs> if you're a true Marylander. <laughs> and you like your Rona with Old Bay. <laughs> I was about to say that. You like your, your Rona with a little spice. God damn, man. I went to pick up crabs from my cousin. Mm-hmm. And I had to drive through that part of Lanham where it's all it's just all F 150s. <laughs> and <laughs> The, the the phenomenon of cooking out in the front yard is just lost on me. Like I don't get it yet. I don't understand. These are how these are single family homes mm-hmm. with nice sized backyards. I don't understand how people are rolling the grill to the front, <laughs> setting up tents in the front yard, and that's the move. I I don't I, and I don't want to be that racist person. I, <laughs> I think you can kind of understand who lives. You think you said all F one fifties? We're clear on the demographic. Okay, so that's like a thing, man. Oh wait, okay, wait. Is it interest? Is it in the interest of we feeding the whole block so everybody can just hit the fronts? You know what? Honestly, I can't tell. I really can't tell if it was like a block party. Or no, it wasn't. Actually, it wasn't. Oh, okay. You would go two houses down and there'd be another tent set up in the front yard and it seemed like they had their own thing going on. Right. A private thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting, man. I feel like if I had a yard situation, like I would opt out of cooking in the front for a lot of reasons, but one of the main... I don't want niggas to know how I'm eating. Like, you don't need to see these steaks sitting in this grill. <laughs> oh, that's the third time this week. Exactly. I don't need you clocking my 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 Costco moves. No. Yeah. How she getting? How she getting number one meals? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. What she do? Yeah. What she do? We're not doing that. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that, man. I was seeing a lot of that driving through the Landham neighborhood and uh, a lot a lot of no mask um, mm. and when I went to pick up my crabs from from Stevie Seafood I'll go ahead and give him the plug he was masked up everybody in his circle was masked up 
everything was spread out mm-hmm. as to not contaminate. Gloves were everywhere. Like, he's cooking. And you got to give it up to a nigga who's cooking crabs with a mask on in mm. 90 degrees. In the heat. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know, cuz. He don't have that much weight to lose. Mm-mm. And he's out there steaming himself. And he got a little face. So I know the mask <laughs> was doing a lot. Mm-hmm. The mask covered his whole grill. You know? I was out. The only reason I knew it was him was because of the hype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And you're like, that child wouldn't be cooking crabs. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> but shout out to Stevie Seafood. He He's doing the damn thing. I got uh, number one males, and they were number one males. The flavor is on point. His steamed shrimp, he changed the recipe on his steamed shrimp. That shit is Uh-oh. fire. Uh-oh. Yeah, man. He, he's tinkering with shit now it's it's different now it hit different so i I really wish him the most success as he's starting this uh this business up for himself and his family and i think this whole idea of not working for the man really affected him Mm -hmm. in a way so he he really wants to get this thing off the road he's talking about expansion already so he posted some fire reviews on our uh, on our group page. Yeah, and I was like, I'm proud of the man. Yeah, he's doing his thing, man. And for him to shout out to his family members and the people he has working with him, making deliveries. Because mm-hmm. the first weekend he was doing everything himself. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out how he was doing all that, but he found he got a little staff. Like he's doing his thing. So shout out to him. Shout out to everybody working for themselves. And, and making ends meet, man. That's tough. That's a tough yeah. position to be in. So, C Major, how what if you were to pick a strand of COVID? Which one do you think you have? Um. So I know the high shit was COVID nineteen, but peep this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm probably because I've you know I've I've been essential since the rip. I'm probably on COVID twenty two. Mm. Oh, so you two you about you two years ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I got you. I'm at I'm at the part where I'm at the point where the virus is starting making you turn into like a meta human or some shit. Oh, okay. So what's your superpower? I don't know yet. I think it might be uh, procrastination. Oh, okay. So more of the same. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Like, how does that get activated though? Like, what makes you glow? Do you have to? Does the task have to be at hand, and then you <laughs> burst in the flames? <laughs> does the meeting have to say twelve thirty, and then you go? Like, <laughs> Oh, my body start glowing. <laughs> hey. And I just find something to do <laughs> other than what I need. Instead Damn, oh, I got to wash my car. Instead of booting up the computer, he sends the text, I'm going to need 10 minutes. <laughs> and I'm sitting in front of the laptop. That's the word. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I fuck with it. 
I do miss the fam though. I wish I could have did a drive by or something, but can't take the risk, cuz can't take the risk. They understood it though. They yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I was just telling Miss Janelle before you logged in <laughs> that even though I miss the cousins, I actually enjoyed not having a big to do this year. Mm. A lot of the yeah. memories popped up from previous Independence Day celebrations. <laughs> and I, I'm drunk a lot. Of- <laughs> <laughs> so it was good oh, to man. not be that drunk. But I think I might repost the the cat on a the I think the the, the infamous post is the cat laid out in front of some hotel lobby. I think I might just post that anyway, just for tradition's sake. But being sober this weekend was different. It was weird. Every every Fourth of July brings me back to uh, your family gathering that your that your lovely cousin throws, and just the the prayer <laughs> and the heat. <laughs> And like, I literally, yesterday I was kicking it with my mom and I was like, God, it's hot out there. I'm sure glad I'm not standing in a big circle praying. And it just comes comes up so vividly every fourth. I feel like Unc doesn't have everybody's undivided attention that often. Mm. And so he, he sees it as his time to shine. It's time to okay. let you know about this deacon position he got. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he's gonna yeah, stack he, that deacon. He nigga, he he like to shake the room like that. <laughs> That's like the <laughs> Christian version of shaking a nigga chair. You don't like. <laughs> but I know all y'all ain't going to church tomorrow. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put something on your spirit today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gather around this grill. <laughs> <laughs> With no shade. <laughs> I mean, high noon. High. <laughs> Good grief, man. No escape. No <laughs> escape. At the peak right. of the cold red <laughs> <laughs> heat level index. It's time to pray. I mean, you, you, you're elderly, uh. You, you're not supposed to be out here. Think of yourself. You disconnected your tank to come out here. They're just like, I. <laughs> <laughs> it did disconnect this <laughs> Oh shit! At high noon, nigga, like... just fuck me up. That nigga just got a hose in his nose. <laughs> oh shit! Shout out to all y'all listening who got an uncle that do shit like that. <laughs> Who's very sanctified until that one James Brown cut? Come on! Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. The one, <laughs> the one where right all the aunties you... doing the hot, hot pants shit. Oh shit! Oh yeah, that's when you look at your elders a little different. Like, ah, oh, I knew it. Oh yeah, I was busting it wide open. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at them ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! What are busted wide open ankles? <laughs> They're showing. 
<laughs> That's true. Any auntie that got their ankles out definitely busted wide open. My great aunt, she was wild. Um, she died like maybe 20 years, 20 years ago. She was like 20 years older than my grandma. But she used to do wild shit and always be like, well, you know, I had to get saved from something. And I always thought about that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, well. <laughs> making sure, making sure he on his toes. Right. <laughs> you gonna save somebody. I'm gonna give you some work. Yeah. <laughs> you fit to get this work for real. I ain't mad at it. Real no. You got a few uncles, got a few cousins that are testing the wars. They jump back and forth in the church, boy. Like hopscotch. <laughs> Niggas get married. Niggas get to yeah. church and get married more than uh, military motherfuckers in our family. That's real shit. And they don't get no charger with it. That's the fucked up part. I know. <laughs> At least get a charger. I ain't even married this white chick again. <laughs> again? Jeez. <laughs> You should at least get a charger out of it. You should at least get a charger. I ain't saying it's 17. It might be a 2010. Right. But, hey, man. Do they just sell, like, is there just a dealership on base? It's <laughs> 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 all ch- chargers because... It's all muscle cars. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, oh, my God. What was that nasty station wagon joint that came out? What was that, the Magnum? Oh, yes. That was a nasty yes. military oh, yeah. car for a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice and nice and loud and yeah. unreliable as unreliable. far as suspension. Right. <laughs> they sit down too <laughs> Both cars just knocking. <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn, your timing belt, homie. <laughs> yeah, my brother came home a Mustang nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was oh, gonna yeah. say maybe it's an American dealership. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, gotta, yeah. you get your you get your big discount off of an American car, probably. Yeah. But the smart motherfuckers, the the ones that I know that went to the military, that went all the way to the end, retired, they kept their old car the whole time. Uh, and when they got out, that's when they invested. They got yeah. the car they really. Mm-hmm. When you ball out, yeah, the Bama's that was a year and a half in and bought a Dodge, whatever. They all ended up the same way. <laughs> <laughs> the old old head military retirees, they they come in the shop with the Escalades. Oh, okay. Like that's the shit you wanted when you got. I see you. So it's like oh six, oh seven. Oh yeah, that's when it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you must have did. Yeah, 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 yeah. You slightly, you missed. If you were working there, probably about five years before you started, you would have, you would have ran into the niggas that bought hummus. The H two niggas. Yeah, the H two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they was, they was out here. All the hummer was a nasty truck. <clears throat> Man. I guess we can get it to whatever song you got, C Major. Yeah, yeah. What we got right here 
is the homie Money for Drugs with a track called Setbacks, produced by Nice Rockwell. Money for Drugs shit, hey, USA, open market. Trying to live, be American dream, you know? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Old time I came home, they set up shop in this space. Better all put in a glock to his face. When they had the chance, they had snow, he had an avalanche. You wanna make God laugh, just tell him your plans. Royal flush, don't show him your hands. Iced out medallions, crime stars lounging. Miami Villa with the fountain. Came from ounces, chopper style, a four pound grip. Lead them clowns hit the closest ones that do you foulest. Wrote a lot of get quiet, the sirens wailing. Might not make it, bury his assailant. All part of the game, kid. Back to the basics, straps in the basement. Back in the day, shit. When pimps so more pussy than the days in. Made men don't major in the minor, get your grind up. Play Boy was too scared to pick him from the lineup. Feds want to see him through glass like fine china. Can we okay? Where, where's this guy from? DMV Uptown, like... to be exact. Yeah, okay. I like his flow. It reminds me of some uh, some 92 shit I used to listen to. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what it was, but it was some old shit. I want to. I ain't want to say a region in particular. You know what I'm saying? But mm. like that bop, that bop from like '92, when Bama's was, you know, they thug, but they don't really sound. They not that aggressive, but they, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could tell you a story or two about a story or two. You know them niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jamie fresh. Niggas. Yeah. yeah, I'm fresh, but I'll still shoot you. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I like them niggas. Speaking of Jadakiss, has anybody been seeing these these ever since the verses, all these videos of Jadakiss doing divine acts? <laughs> no, like, what's going on? I just like, been seeing oh. people dropping his pull-up videos. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, like you, you, you thought Fab was gonna lose to this nigga, and like he running a forty and to get like a three-two. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, what the? <laughs> no, you gonna have to send those to me. I, haven't seen those I need that. I need that in my life. I sized it a little bit, but that's I just no, been seeing I random shit. <laughs> Yo, I saw a pull-up routine that looked bananas. Yo, I was like, this, <laughs> and the, I saw a caption that went perfect with it. It was like, he he looks like he should not be able to do this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, send me those joints. Send me those clips ASAP. <laughs> Indeed. So speaking of the verses, did any of you check it out? Anybody? No. I caught the recap. Um, it was... It was on the early morning on the off day, so I got like maybe forty five minutes into it, and it, I fucked with it. I'm 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 just like mad I missed it because it was it was dope. It was done well, um, as far as how they organized it, and I forgot how many fucking first and foremost I forgot how much of a Fab fan I was, and I forgot how much of a low key Jada fan I was. I was seeing people trying to get Jada out of here um, before the verses and then mm-hmm. during the verses I was hearing a lot of those same people saying what the fuck is Fab doing so, 
<laughs> my assumption is that the consensus overall is Jada handed it to him. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it it got to a point because because at first they was giving straight raw bar shit, and then Jay, I forgot what the fuck Jada hit him with. And and they were doing it with their DJs, like their road DJs. So like motherfucking Kiss DJ dropped the motherfucking vocals from the track and Kiss performing the whole 16. Mm. <laughs> and giving you heavy shit. Fab would switch it up every now and again, give you give you shit for the bitches. And and, and Kiss was low-key over there calling them out. He was like, yeah. We stick it to the script. He was drunk as fuck. <laughs> it was the perfect New York, like, <laughs> OG battle. Like, that shit was lit. I also saw images, and one thing I was concerned about was the weather at the <laughs> location. Um, wasn't sure. It, it, yeah, I wasn't sure, <laughs> based on the outfits. On the same nigga, I yeah. wasn't sure. <laughs> I was getting there. I was getting there, Miss Janelle. I'm about to ask. I'm sorry. Where was Kiss's upper body? (laughs) What was the temperature there versus the temperature on the lower half? But I'm glad everybody. It sounded like it was a good setup. I think having two people in or having the artists in the same room appears to be working very well for the versus brand. I'm hoping upon all hope that Tim and Swiss are getting the proper allocation of funds for creating this idea and that the artists are benefiting as well. Yeah. So shout out to those, to those, uh, artists. Participating. Any announcement of a new one? Anybody? Any rumors of a, the next verses? I haven't. I haven't seen anything. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Fills. I'm your host T Greasy with my co-host Chanel and our producer C Major. Yeah, nothing extraordinary this week, brother. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's get into. Let me pull up and share the screen. Ha ha ha. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see how this is going to work today. Oh, dude in the corner is uh, doing corner things mm-hmm. today. And, you know, when the block is hot, there's, there's no stopping it. So. Right. We can't we can't always control when the dude is available. But if the block is the block needs him, and the corner needs him, then that's just where he's got to be. I feel safer knowing that he's manning the corner sometimes. Yeah, yeah sometimes too. the corner gets a little out of hand without him. Yeah, I feel you. Let's move into some jive news. Will um, shall we? Sure. Eight- 18 professional softball players quit and form new team after being misrepresented by manager's national anthem tweet. Let's see. All 18 players of the professional softball team scrap yard fast pitch 
quit Monday night after the team's general manager tweeted at President Donald Trump, showcasing that the players stood during the national anthem. The players have now formed a new team. I mean... On Monday, Texas-based scrap yard fast pitch faced off against the USSSA Pride in Melbourne, Florida, in what was supposed to be the first of a seven-game series. During the game, the Scrapyard FP Twitter account posted a now-deleted photo of the players standing for the national anthem, along with the text, hey, at real Donald Trump, pro fast pitch being played live, everyone standing for the flag. The tweet was written by the team's general manager, Connie May, according to social media posts from the players. The New York Times reports that the players were surprised to hear about the post after returning to their locker room after the game. Many of the players, more than half of whom are supposed to play in the delayed 2021 Tokyo Olympics, began posting on social media that they were not consulted about the tweet, that it did not represent their beliefs and stressed that they support the Black Lives Matter movement. Connie, Connie, Connie. First of all, let's set some realistic expectations here. This is a fast pitch softball team. It is a professional fast pitch softball team. But you do not yield the power of a general manager in the same way that the MLB yields power as a general manager. Connie, you need to chill out. Um, as a non-fan of the sport, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that you stepped over the line. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know what the budget is for the professional softball team, but I'm pretty sure there's no problem replacing Connie and ending her contract immediately. I just learned so much from this article. Um, First, there's professional softball league. Um, Two, we're able to to fund the professional softball league, but we still can't get these stimulus checks out. Um, <laughs> Three, the players actually are more organized than any of the other major <laughs> leagues. Yeah, they got the league start. They got the games going. <laughs> What's back? Yeah, that's what I fucked with the solidarity. How it was no question. We all fucked this, and they understood mm-hmm. that they were the work. So we'll call ourselves Scrapyard Two and go over here. <laughs> <laughs> And not affiliate with this bitch over there, and and they realized their power, took it instantly, and and made a move. So I really fuck with that. Yeah, that was amazing. That's amazing to see when the players realize how important they are to the sport. You are the sport. Without it, there's nothing, right? So yeah. a lot of other major national professional organizations can take a take a note from this. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Fresh Express issues a precautionary recall of products containing iceberg, red cabbage, and carrots produced at its Streamwood, Illinois facility due to a potential. How do I say that, Ms. Janelle? Cyclospora. Cyclospora risk. Now, the cyclospora is a parasite uh, that could cause you extreme dietary issues like uh diarrhea on dookie yeah (laughs) i was trying to be nice about it (laughs) so if you had 
bought a, a salad in a bag in the recent weeks or months, actually. Uh, actually, weeks. Let's, if you still have a salad in your fridge from a month ago, you need to throw that out anyway. But you've got a different problem. Yeah, it's a different pair. It's like in that bag. So uh, the, the article is actually on... Um, I thought I grabbed this article from the New York Times, I believe. But if you look at your salad and the serial number begins with a Z, you need to go ahead and toss those out. Toss those out. I wind up having like four of them. Uh, I ate two before this news broke. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have whatever parasite, <laughs> probably. Um, and this might be the last time y'all hear from me. All right. Well, you know, you be having a little, you know, sometimes you be having issues, so your parasite might be putting in some overtime before he... Parasite is... <laughs> parasite trying to bust some shit down. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to call him back up. Yeah, my parasite mad. Like, I need more of me. Eat the other thing, bitch. Can't do this by myself. Uh... Let's move on. <laughs> Protests. <laughs> have you ever, has any of y'all ever been to the fish market in, in Clinton? I have I, been to it. Like yes. Yeah. Did you enjoy That's it? That's all I got. Uh, I was invited to a birthday party there um, a lot of years back, and it was regular. It was a place where I knew I never had to go back. Okay. So it was just mid, right? Yeah. If if that. But I think for people who live in that area, you know, because I don't live in Southern PG County, but I think that that was a nice spot for people to go to for happy hour and shit. Yeah, but it like, seemed like it was always packed. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't geographically sound for me to visit on the regular. Got you. The fish market is for those who are who listen and who don't live in this area. It's a seafood restaurant, if you will, kind of a. It has the appearance of almost like a dive bar almost, but it's like a really nice homey atmosphere. And a lot of black folks in Southern Prince George's County who live in Temple Hills, Clinton, off of Branch Avenue, like to frequent there for happy hour, like Miss Janelle said. So apparently a, a patron went in with a Black Lives Matter shirt or I Can't Breathe shirt. Yeah, the I Can't Breathe shirt. And the owner asked them to leave, would not serve them. Uh, This triggered an outbreak. Uh, This is not the first time the owner has been accused of alleged racial discrimination or prejudice. Uh, I remember an incident a few years back where he was overheard saying some pretty derogatory things about different races. And the majority of the people, I believe, that use his, that, that go to his restaurant are Blacks. So I was actually kind of, it, I was kind of questioning the black people who were still going there after a few years ago, after the incident mm-hmm. from a few years ago, but maybe they didn't know, maybe they had no idea. I mean, that could very well be a possibility, but they have been protesting this gentleman's uh, restaurant. They've been out front picketing uh, with the Black Lives Matter signs and things of that nature, the, the employees, uh, some of them have quit. Some of them 
are still working there, but are shaking their fist angrily at him. Um, and he's come out and said not really too much. Just like a, a very, very thin filled apology, if any. Um, the wife came through, the wife saw them bills dude came through, said he crazy, he drunk, he got issues, he ain't mean it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my thing is, I don't like it because there's plenty of people who suffer from mental illness or alcoholism or substance abuse who don't go on bigoted tirades. Um, racism, check it. Check your side effects. Check your, check your symptoms. Check, <laughs> beat, up, beat up on your diagnosis and tell me where the racism is. And I actually common hypertension <laughs> medications. <laughs> if you take your pills and drink a white Russian, you okay. risk of being racist. Okay, that yeah. seems about right. He's. Uh, I don't know if you take anything for your blood pressure, Mister Dell, but. It's right I there on my. <laughs> it's, it's, it's right there. Man. It's right there. <laughs> so shout out to everybody out there protesting, bringing this to the light again. Um, hopefully, he can be removed from his duty. Uh, I assume there's got to be another person that can manage that restaurant. I know we crave places like this to, to socialize and and hang out. Um, because there aren't that many in the county that are for aunties and uncles. Let's keep it a hundred. Let's keep it a buck. This is an auntie uncle uh, location. Yeah. Uh, see, major probably the fact that you've never been there or don't have any interest in going to hang out for happy hour is probably right in line. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your demographic, bro. I seen the same old school Escalades and shit parked outside. <laughs> you're right. Uh, you're right. That's for them. <laughs> you seen the Ultima hair? And then... Yeah. <laughs> Once I saw three swoops walk in, I was like, "All right." Yeah. Anytime, anytime the bitches go in looking like Rio birds. <laughs> That's real shit. Looking like the wave emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't come out of COVID and go back and get that hairstyle. <laughs> It's been four years now. You can't do that, right? Some people are locked in. Some people are like this is the shit. This is this is how I met my boo. This is how I got that job. You've had three Stick months. With it. You had three months to grow it out, get recover. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and do that shit back. right all over again. You do not go back to to Beatty's House of Beauty and ask for. The bird, the flock of flock of eagles, flock of seagulls. <laughs> you don't do that. Yo. You know what? I'm sitting at home, thinking about doing something new to my hair. Mm. And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, just give me the regular. Give me the Ultima 2010. <laughs> God damn. They got a whole new generation of Ultimas, though, Kim. I don't care, girl. Mm. <laughs> Put me up. Okay, okay. I'm a wild out. 
Swerve it to the left. <laughs> we were we were going to the right before. Swerve it to the left and highlight oh. and give and highlight the tips. Mm. I wanted to look like the waves crashing. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Shit. Dr. Dre's wife files for divorce. Uh, Nicole Young filed the paperwork Monday, citing the usual irreconcilable differences as the reason for the split from the hip-hop mogul. Dre married Nicole on May 29, 1996, and they have two adult children together, a son named Truist and a daughter named Truly. So they won't have to deal with anything involving child support. Sources connected to Nicole say there is no prenup, and Dre's net worth, according to Forbes, is an estimated $800 million. Good luck, Trey. Hey, man. Hey. Where's I your wait to see it, C Major? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting on it. Yeah. Like clockwork. You hate to see yeah, it. You hate to see it. I don't have no, like, the thing about it is, at worst case scenario, she gets half. I'm not crying for a nigga who still got 400 milli sitting there. I cry for the niggas who don't have a prenup who got $80,000 net worth. Mm. <laughs> now mm. they down to 40. Net worth. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's their salary. That's not their net worth. They got $80,000 per year. Right. And they got mm-hmm. half of that. That's the nigga that I'm sad for. These This caliber of this shit right here, 24 years in, she's going to get a nice settlement. And he's and still going to He's probably going to have to like sell a boat or something. He's going to be A-OK. He don't have to sell a damn thing. He don't have to sell a <laughs> motherfucking thing. He's fine. You, he's never gone someplace and been and they've been like, oh, you only got 400 mil? Sorry, right. sir. Right. Hold, on, hold on. You don't know that. Hold on. You speaking about a lifestyle we can't speak on. You don't know if he just got kicked out of the 500 milli club. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. see, Major might have a point here. Yeah, sit here, sir. This is half a billion up. There might be a lounge where the goat heads are worn. And... You, know, you know what I'm saying? So you miss out on a couple goat head weekends. I mean, <laughs> uh, I like the oh, goat head uh, weekend. Yeah. They start treating that nigga different in the Bentley shop and shit. Yeah, <laughs> this is for the 400 milli niggas. <laughs> what, they, what, if, what if somebody right now is is removing a tattoo from him in the suit? Have... Wait, so they pull out the Bentleys with no leathers for him? Yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo, yo, your shit don't even come with an umbrella. Right? <laughs> I still can't cry for that nigga. Your chauffeur doesn't have an accent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Let's move on. <laughs> Governor Hogan extends emergency order prohibiting utility shutoffs and residential late fees to August 1st. So you get a, what is that, an extra month or a couple of weeks? I forgot yeah. what the original date was. Um, but this includes electricity, water, sewage disposal, tele- telegraph, telegraph? Right. If you laid on your telegraph bill, you were different. <laughs> this wasn't about COVID. 
<laughs> you trying to outbeat polio. Yeah, I bet you Pops got an old telegraph bill somewhere. Man. You need to ask that nigga. You got to ask dad about the telegraph bills back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, God damn. The, the governor proclaimed a state of emergency on March 5th and renewed it on March 17th, April 10th, May 6th, and June 3rd. He had extended the order to July 1st, and now Maryland residents will have a little more relief as some struggle during the coronavirus pandemic. Here's the issue. A lot of the jobs that people lost and a lot of things that people, a lot of the jobs that people were working pre-COVID no longer exist. A lot of small businesses are going to wind up shutting their doors. Mm -hmm. A lot of small rest, uh, business owners who have restaurants who weren't able to pivot as quickly, who didn't have the flexibility, who didn't have the money saved up to, to make the pivot, to go to delivery. A lot of the people who, um, were just starting. I know there was, uh, I know a business owner who was his open, his grand opening was scheduled for the weekend that governor Hogan shut down the state. So he is in the red three months already without ever having an opportunity to generate any profit. These jobs are not coming back. A lot of them are. So you can push this deadline out as far as you want. Oh, and, and COVID will be gone by August 1st either. No. And even if they are, you got to look at the fine print on some of these things. Are they adding interest to these bills that they're pushing back? Um, I know the student loan, uh, the student lo the the whatever it's called. There was something placed on student loans where you don't have to pay them till October. I'm still getting charged interest for that. So if you have it, you should still be paying something on those bills. It just means they're just extending the loan and they're deferring interest on these balances that you owe. And if you don't have the money to pay it, when you come back, when you finally get your job and they, they finally hit you with that bill on August, it's going to be a lot more than you anticipated. I think you ought to be very weary about that. Um, the utilities, they're fine. They All really of the are. utility companies are fine. Uh, I can speak directly about BGE because I used to work in a building with BGE during the time where they were being uh, dragged across the coals for their infrastructure, for their lack of, uh, for their misappropriation of funds. In Baltimore, I know, Ms. Janelle, you remember that very mm -hmm. clearly. They were, they went through, a, I want to say it was four or five years of steadily increasing uh, the rates for electricity and gas and never increasing or um, improving how they're servicing that to the homes in Baltimore City. Mm -hmm. It was a huge story for about one summer and then it went away. Also, when they got the fake ass, you can choose your own provider, they were still the means by which you got the, the electricity distributed. So if you're dealing with BGE, I don't know how Pepco goes, but BGE, they on that bullshit and they got, they've got dough. Mm -hmm. They've been getting us for a long time. 
they have been overcharging for the service that they provide for at least 15 years at, at the very minimum 15 years. Now at Pepco, I do remember or do recall them going into the city and redoing a lot of those underground pipes, um, redoing those, uh, the gas pipes in particular, because they had so many issues in the past with sinkholes and they were battling, uh, what is that water company? I can't remember, remember DC, I guess it's DC water. I don't, I don't, I'm probably wrong. I'm sorry about that. But they, those two were kind of battling at who was who was at fault for the sinkholes that was happening uptown. But again, it was uptown, so uptown's gonna let you know. And Pepco and the water company had to come up off that bread and make the infrastructure um, more stable. Now, be, and and like I, like Miss Janelle said, they have the money. They could really just write these balances off and be yeah. fine. They can completely write off and charge off these three, four months, five months, six months, however it is, and be fine and still have a profit and still be able to pay the bonuses that they're going to pay at the end of the year. But they're not going to do that. No. But I will say this. Uh, if any of y'all fuck with us, if y'all can uh, hit me, hit up the group, message me, whatever. If you've got an active telegraph bill that is past due... <laughs> I will, and you send me that telegraph bill. <laughs> I will cash app you something on that telegraph. I just want to see one. Dog, I don't I think cash app has the currency in the form of shillings. <laughs> <laughs> if you owe three goats on your telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send you something for the pleasure of seeing the damn telegraph bill. <laughs> that is that is one hundred. I swear. <laughs> hey, we gotta talk to pops, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> See if you owe fifteen uh, cowrie shells. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Pop Smoke's uh, album cover was all the all the buzz on Instagram. Apparently, uh, Pop Smoke wanted Virgil Abloh, or Abloh, or however you pronounce his last name, to do the artwork for his album. That artwork was released. Uh, 50 Cent is a master marketer, okay? Let's just put that out there. How do you market a dead rapper's album during COVID? This was probably the most brilliant concept, brilliant rollout I've seen in, in quite some time. You released the cover that you know was bullshit. And you let the fans get at Virgil. And this is literally maybe two weeks after Virgil's $50 donation match me for <laughs> issue. This was just well-timed and well done. Uh, my hat goes out to 50 <laughs> for the amount of trolling that went on this week uh, for the various, he had people send him artwork, like make your own pop smoke artwork. And that was all over Twitter and Instagram. And there was some flash shit too. Yeah. This some was, people did a good job. This is really well done, man. Uh, so let me let me actually read a little bit from the story. Just a short while after the official artwork and track list for pop smokes debut album, Shoot for the Stars and Aim for the Moon was revealed. 
His team had already has already confirmed that they will be moving away from the original artwork. Did y'all see the original artwork? What did it look like to y'all? I didn't see it. I just saw immediately that Virgil stole the design. Mm. And um, it's crazy because I put this article in and I collect all of my articles in one app called Newsbreak. And we've had conversations about how if you don't have the app, you can't open them. So I go to Google to find the original source and I say Virgil Abloh steel designs and that shit had shit from 09, 11, 16, wow. 17, 18. I'm like, so this dude has built his entire career stealing designs. So when I finally said, okay, Virgil steals designs and added pop smoke, then this article popped up. But if you just if you just Google Virgil stealing, <laughs> you will get a plethora of articles. <laughs> just so you know. Damn, man! I, I remember the 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 um. I remember seeing something in passing this week about the original artist and him saying how old the artwork was, and that it doesn't shock him that Virgil stole it because he stole it from him before. <laughs> God damn. This nigga went back to his original. Yeah, man. Original source of inspiration. He double dipping <laughs> on the thievery. <laughs> the shit looked like something from like Rough Rider days. Remember when <laughs> Rough Rider switched? Everything was real sharp and metallic and iced. Mm-hmm. It looked metal. like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was barbed wired. It was a yeah, glacier. This like this looked like a what's that old Def Jam fighting game? Def, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Def Jam Vendetta. <laughs> this looked like yeah. This will be Pop Smoke's character in Def Jam Vendetta. That shit was terrible, Mister. I'm trying to pull it up for you. There it is, right there. This. Oh one. wow! Oh yeah, that one. Oh, that look like that look like Iverson Mole did that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and how soft does the barbed wire look? I, it looks comfortable. It looks like a pillow. <laughs> look like you can squeeze it. Yeah. This motherfucker got foamy barbed wire. Yeah. <laughs> actually, this one looks better. <laughs> whoever the whoever the homie was that that drew it with a pencil. <laughs> better. My cheek strap got ear straps. <laughs> Yo. Jesus. Well, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. The album did drop Friday. Uh, I, I gave it a solid listen. He got some. He got some fab R and B girl centric mm-hmm. songs on there. Some love songs on there. That I wasn't messing with. I want to get straight to the pop smoke. Yeah, get straight (laughs) to the shits, man. I want to hear the woo. Come on. Mm Mm-hmm. Growling in the woo. You got me afraid of the woo, so don't don't try to love me now. Right. (laughs) But other than that, I think it's only like three three of those songs on there. The rest of the album is is what you want. Is what you need from pop smoke and. It's it's so sad that you know his life was taken so early in his career. But I'm sorry, can I just break before we get into this next story? Sure. Seeing your screen, Grease. Mm-hmm. Your ad 
So, <laughs> they got your life down. They, they got your shoes. They got your gear. They got your office chair. <laughs> like they, every article, I was like, they are not letting up on Greece, man. Yeah. They know exactly what she needs <laughs> at all times. What's crazy like, is... Nigga, What's crazy is that jacket I was browsing heaven. It's actually in my cart. The jacket is in my cart now. That's what's crazy. And, and is that a lesbian woman in that jacket? No, that's a well, I don't know. <laughs> Could have fooled me. Looks like a pretty a pretty dude. I dare not assume anymore. Yeah. I, I I ran into somebody yesterday and I was like, all right, hey. Hey, you say uh, your pronoun is they? Cool. I said, I said nothing, is what I said. <laughs> How have you been? It's been years, is what I said. I'm like, yo, I'm looking at these ads. I'm like, yo, this is the homie right here. Oh, All yeah. laid out. They Every article. You're you going to see the shorts that match that jacket this week. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Yeah, my workout gear on here. Yeah. COVID patient suffers four-hour erection after coronavirus triggered a priapism. I think that's how you say that, and blood clots. A man was left with with an agonizing four-hour erection after being infected with coronavirus, doctors have warned. Why you ain't set it off like the the headline did with hard luck? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that. She knows I'm actively avoiding all these puns, Jug. I'm not reading that shit. Oh shit. That's for that's for a C major and and my and my wife. <laughs> they love the puns. Oh man, that's that's stiffy. <laughs> the 62-year-old from France was in was in hospital being treated with severe COVID nineteen when he started suffering with the condition known as priapism. I hope I'm saying that right. Hold um, on, I'm about to check on that for you. Thank you. I've medics, not ever had to use that word, so medics said it was caused by trapped blood in the penis, which they drained and discovered was full of blood clots. Oh God. Mm. Up to a third of COVID patients have been reported to have developed blood clotting or thrombosis as a result of the bug. It can disrupt blood flow, impact infected patients who already have difficulty breathing due to the virus. Blockages can also trigger deadly heart attacks and strokes. And now doctors fear it could lead to- Priapism. Priapism in men. Whew. See, Major's face was changed. He was was all right with a four hour erection. No, because when you say agonizing, I was like, that's not even, they don't even use that word on the back of the Viagra joint. But see, that's, they have to say that because niggas will read that. They be like, I'm going to be the shit out here. (laughs) Painful blood clots, my nigga. This is pain. You're not walking around strong, ready to do things to everything. Well, good luck to this French patient. I hope they are able to alleviate his symptoms. I don't know, man. I just, I imagine, and see, Major, you correct me if I'm wrong. I imagine having a stiffy is is similar to making a muscle in your arm. And that's, you know, you're concentrating effort to make a body, like, like to raise your muscle, to raise your bicep in your arm. And I have the ability to release. 
But if you could not release, so you had to walk yeah. around in a constant yeah. muscle, th- I, I could imagine that being, <laughs> being an issue. It's tough. Imagine trying to make decisions. <laughs> you got no blood going to your brain. Oh, yeah, I didn't even factor that. Never mind. Oh, the, the example I made. <laughs> my example is nothing like having an erection. Sorry. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm just wrong. Uh, let's move on to the story that you've all been waiting on. <laughs> August Alcina has an album to sell. Sorry. Before we get in, before we get into this, and these are the bikes I was looking at. <laughs> this is your whole life, B. Yeah, I was just looking at that red bike earlier. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, August Alcina dropped the album. I want to say it was last Friday, not this Friday that just passed, but the Friday before. An album of twenty-seven songs. Uh, apparently. He went on uh, interviewing Spree to promote the album. And maybe that, you know, those first few interviews weren't enough to kind of push interest into his album. So then he decided to talk to Angela Yee uh, and tell her or confess to her that he indeed had an affair with Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett and Will Smith have both since claim that August is lying but um, the story was interesting enough at least not even the story was interesting his hair was interesting I was about to say what was more interesting the hair, his hair was more interesting his hair drove me to his album so all he had to do really show up with the hair huh show up with the hair and I, I, I just needed to know what what on what content is make, is driving you to make these choices? Mm-hmm. What's going on in your life that makes you believe that this hair is what you need to be rocking right now? Okay. Uh, but let me move into the story a little bit. Jada Pinkett Smith says the claims made by singer August Alcina that the two had an affair that was greenlit by her husband, Will Smith, are a total lie. Uh, August recently sat down with the Breakfast Club's Angela Yee to talk about his new album, The Product three state of emergency but the interview quickly took a turn with him claiming he had been in a relationship with jada after being introduced to her by her son Jaden in 2015 according to him it lasted quite some time uh august nigga got a two-faced suit wait a minute How did I miss that? How did everyone miss that? He's got it was the hair. Gray plaid on one side, and he's got a fucking two face suit. I was mesmerized by the ice cream truck snow cone hair. Shit. Because you never got the blue. It always advertised the blue was in there, but you never got the blue. Right, right. And the red would just melt down into the other colors. Mm That's sure what that I never paid attention to. I was so mesmerized, mesmerized by the snow cone hair. Damn, no. she made your good eyes, huh? 
the scroll up got the scroll up is what emphasized. I was like, hold on, something's off. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't scroll that fast. Like no, no, it looked like it was two niggas. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga switch suits mid scroll. Oh man! So August was emotional as he explained how Jada is the only person he's ever loved, and how he devoted himself to her and poured himself into their relationship for many years. However, Jada's rep was quick to denounce this claim, saying it was absolutely not true. August also insists Will gave their relationship his blessing. Will and Jada have been very public over the years about their open relationship, but her team says the whole thing is made up. The singer claims walking away from his relationship with Jada when she butchered him and basically killed him. So it sounds for his part, like he was pretty deeply in love with her. August hinted at a sexual relationship with Jada last year when he made some thinly veiled references to her in the song Nunya. Now August has spoken his piece about his alleged romantic past with Jada, but reps for Jada could not have been more clear about their stance. Now, Jada has since posted on Twitter saying that she needs to bring herself to the red table, that some healing needs to be done. Um, when this story, when the video first surfaced, I was seeing a lot of narratives, a lot of narratives, a lot of people predicting or, or having their ideas of what this was supposed to be. I definitely heard the, if you decide, be the side, why are you talking? This is ridiculous. I heard the, she's a sexual predator. August has a history of trauma and issues. He's 20 years her junior and she knew better. I heard Will is gay. Cause that's all, it always comes down to Will is gay. Mm-hmm. So those this the, story could have been about anything, and Will would have been gay. So yeah, that's for real shit. So those are the narratives that I saw flying early one morning as this story broke, and I decided to close my phone for the rest of the day because we won't know anything until Jada, Will, and August sit in the room and say, "Yeah, this is what happened," and then I still don't believe what they're telling me. And not if you pull that blazer out again. It's not. <laughs> especially if that blazer comes out again. And then, for real, it's none of my damn business. None of anybody's motherfucking business. That was what was amazing to me, the audacity um, of people acting like, A, we were owed anything with this, and B, how everybody became mental health experts. But, you know, they always do with, with shit like this. But what I thought was consistent is anytime Will and Jada are brought up, people project their ideas about their relationship onto them. Um, And it just lets me know how close-minded a lot of people are about the dynamics of relationships and how many people are comfortable with the imposed rules of relationships. Um, Even so far as to go and be like, yeah, Will and Jada got an open relationship when both of them have said that they don't have ownership over each other mm-hmm. and have rejected some of the ideas that come with standard relationships. Now, I want people to just 
think about the difference between predatory behavior and manipulative behavior. Um, I think that distinction is very important, and that's for anybody. Um, I also think it's very interesting that, you know, people act like August Alcina is the first person who's ever had a traumatic past and and issues and been in a relationship. Like people act like this was the first nigga that's ever been hurt. Thus he can't be lying. Um, <laughs> but uh, more, more times than not, when a relationship ends, there's somebody who's more devastated than the other or in a situation where there's multiple people involved in a polyamorous situation, there could be one or more people who are heavily affected in it, but that doesn't mean that the other people involved are necessarily villains. But uh, so many people were speaking as if they had factual knowledge about this. That was kind of scary to me because nobody knows anything. No. Uh, I think, you know, if we want to keep it gutter and keep it reels and feels-esque and in lieu of CO not being here, uh, nigga, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Hmm. If you are yeah. getting that Jada box, then you need to, or if you were getting that Jada box, then you need to deal with the consequences of your actions. You fell in love. It's okay. You chose that suit, nigga. It's okay. <laughs> it's but okay. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what everybody knows. If Will comes up to me and says, Jay, uh, bend over and give me that work. I, what I do know is that he's never going to divorce Jada. That's what everybody knows. The only thing they have consistently said, they have not defined their relationship one way or the other. They have not called it open. They have not said they were swingers, but they have both said explicitly, we're not getting a divorce. So if you come in, like, why would you even come into the situation with love on your mind? Hmm. That just... Because <laughs> he's a young boy and I'm, and he's manip and he was being manipulated and she... She gave him, she gave him the love and attention probably that he's never gotten from a woman. He's got a terrible history with his mother. And but so she's also given him the facts. I've got the facts. Okay. Precious has the facts. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. That, for that, I can't say that there was manipulation there when you have all the facts. Well, no, I, th I think there. I think Feelings, in some yes. cases, in some cases, Feelings. you can. You can take a look at a, at a person who's significantly younger than you and you can suggest things and you can give people ideals of how you feel about them. And then once their emotion floodgates open, you don't have any control of that. I understand that. But at a certain point, there were moments where she might have been able to recognize, okay, this nigga is getting really deep and we need to go ahead and separate or I need to remind him, or nah, this ain't, you know, let me let you know off the break again. Let me remind you again. Nah, this ain't. Which is what know. I think happened, which is what I think is responsible. Because if you're saying it's over and it's been over for a while, then I think that that might have been what happened. And he but, just can't let it go. Yeah, because the thing is, manipulation is one thing, but, but to say that you you were blindsided or anything, you can't you can't do that. You can't see you can't look shocked. How do you get blindsided by a Mary bitch? But exactly. <laughs> like that's just step one. You know what I mean? And it's like, and and I'm a, I'm gonna keep it true. I'm I'm coming from a place of I'm not above fucking young niggas. So I mean, I'm not gonna say <laughs> 
you have a little bit of a history. But, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. That's that's always about manipulation. <laughs> Sometimes the young man is just a little guy. They 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 look. They got better cardio. You know. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey man. And where my knees fail, their knees are strong. And we'll get it done. Um, but you know, like I said, I I was not in the room with them. Um, yeah. So. But I, I would caution using the term predator with that because I think there's a very big difference between going after somebody with the intent to hurt them. And, th- and that's different from manipulation once you get into a relationship with the person. But also, we don't know anything. Um, don't know what and, 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 let's start, and let's start from that baseline, you know. All right, let's move on. D.L. Hughley. Is it Hughley or Hughley? I don't, I don't pay that nigga no mind. I'm a regular typhoid Mary, unknowingly spreading COVID to my team, is what he said. D.L. Hughley got a good idea where he picked up the coronavirus. And even without experiencing any symptoms, he's pretty sure he's passing on to his radio show staff, too. The comedian tells us he recovered from COVID and is in the last days of self-quarantine, while the virus probably conti- contributed to his on-stage collapse last month at a Nashville com- comedy club. He says he's remained asymptomatic before and after diagnosis. Unfortunately, as health experts have warned, it seems that also that's also the reason DL spread the virus to his team, making him a regular typhoid, typhoid Mary, as he put it. So, and that's the thing, that's the biggest concern, I think, and I'm hoping that the audience that listens to him gets it right like you feel fine you don't have any symptoms whatsoever but you going from spot to spot breathing and talking and spitting on people is a problem Mm -hmm. um it's one of the reasons why i did not participate in any of the events that i was invited to i have um unfortunately a funeral that i need to make a hard decision on attending next weekend there's there's a lot of everything Every this every place I go is a decision. It's a conscious decision. Do I need something? If I run to the grocery store, I'm calling around to ask other people, do y'all need something too? It, it don't make sense for, you know, if I'm going to be in the store, do, do, do my neighbors need something? Do you need something, Ms. Janelle? Like all the people that I know that live in this area, we try to do a good job of consolidating trips to the store so that we don't have to be, you know, spreading our germs. Cause it could be a situation where both my wife and I are asymptomatic, but we're going around and could be giving it to C major could be giving it to my dad. Like this story really was so important on that level, because I do believe that there is a, a group of us in the African-American community that don't see it, that don't believe it, that don't understand it. And they're having a hard time keeping their distance from loved ones because they don't feel it. They don't understand it. It's not something that they has hit home for them yet. Mm-hmm. And I want to also say, you know, like, like you're right, Greece. I've seen people, you know, black folks tweeting. I don't know anybody who got it. I feel like this is, this is still something that, you know, the government's trying to scare us with. And it's wild because my cousin's husband had it and I I felt like that was the realm with which I was touched by it. Then I realized that 
my cousin has it, another cousin has it, and the COVID is not the problem, but she's lost her appetite, and so that's the issue. Mm -hmm. Then I just found out that my mother's close friend who had it in April and supposedly recovered, passed from liver failure as a result of what happened while she had COVID. So it's like, even when you think that you might have had it and recovered, the toll it might be taken on your body still. You know, there's so much that we still don't know. It's not a risk that I think is worth taking. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you just, you talk about sacrificing one summer. One, one summer. For me, I'm speaking from a place of privilege I know. Let me first of all say that. I'm able to work from home. My money hasn't changed. So for me, it's 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 a lot easier for me to stay home mm-hmm. and to limit my contact and to order my groceries. I've been afforded a privileged life to be able to do all of that if I need to. I don't never really have to step foot in the store. You know, I've got we've even gotten to the point now where I can order something in the morning and it gets here tonight. Mm-hmm. So, but I understand that that hasn't been set up for everybody. Everybody's not afforded the ability to do that. Not not everyone has the money to do that. Not everybody's getting a regular check still. So I understand those who have to, if they are essential workers, they have to be out here. If you have to show up for your job, unless and, and risk it all and come home with grandma and 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 ma and and those folks in the house, I understand that. But I also would caution those people who have to go out day to day to work and come home with grandma to not add to it. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't find yourself. I saw clubs open last night. Yeah. So clubs <laughs> like in the DMV, I saw people attending clubs. I saw people passing hookah hoses from one person to the other. Like, I, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand the, 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 the thought process behind that. Like, I see you, I see everybody rocking a mask. I see everybody trying, but it seems like as soon as the alcohol hit, all of the caution goes out the window. I mean, see, Major can speak to that very much. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Liquor just make your face a little too hot for a mask. That's true. That's real shit. (laughs) That's why I drink in the house. Uh, but yeah, just be careful, man. Even if you, you, you've been reckless the past few weeks, why don't you do yourself a favor, do your family members a favor, do your grandma a favor, do your aunties that you claim you love a favor and sit in the house for about 10 days, just 10 days. Just sit there. Don't go nowhere. Don't touch nobody. Just sit there for 10 days and, and just see if you can do that, you know? And, and then maybe we can start to nip this in the bud, we can see the infection rate go down. We can see some real numbers decrease in Texas and Florida. The only reason why I feel like a lot of other states haven't really been growing that much is because they're not testing at the rate that Texas and Florida are. Mm-hmm. So we really don't know the scale. Um, and I'd rather be safe than sorry, but that's just me. And we still, this is still America. You still are free to do whatever you want. And as the states open up, you are free to do whatever you want. I would just say be a little considerate about those people around you, the people you love, those people who are elderly in your family, and just be precautious, you know? I don't think it's too much to ask to think about others 
in this instance. There were a lot of events that I was, that our family was invited to, that we had to pass. As much as I love kicking it with some of my family and, and kicking it with friends, we gotta make, we gotta pass on that. If it's not outside, if it's not set, it is set up where we could be six feet apart, then I'm probably not gonna attend. And there's no disrespect and no shade on anybody that sends me an invite, but I'm just, nah. Miss Janelle, do you have a um, touchy subject for us? I do. Um, and this touchy subject actually comes from one of our listeners, uh, the homie Chaz. And uh, I just want to get in y'all business. Uh-oh. <laughs> you already hey, hey. in my business. The fucking browsers I mean... are telling you everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what bike I'm about to buy? You already see the yep. jacket. So do. All right. So what's uh it's a two-part thing. It's actually two questions. What's the pettiest reason that you broke it off with somebody? And was there ever an egregious lie that you told somebody that you were with? Hold on, hold on. Run that back for me one more time. What's the pettiest? or weakest or worst reason you've ever broken it off with somebody? And what's one of the most egregious lies that you've told somebody that you're with? Oh, uh, Major. <laughs> you, you, you're going to get put out the house, ain't you, D? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I think, I think the most pettiest reason I told somebody I couldn't be with them probably go back to middle school. I just straight up told Shorty it was just, it's just been too long. <laughs> just, hey, wait a minute, how deep were y'all? Y'all were, y'all were together for first and third period? Of course. <laughs> we went from sixth grade right on in the seventh, so you know. Oh, shit. See, Major got two report cards. It was like, this is, this is, this is, <laughs> this is too much. This is and it's, it's Lago bitches here now. Um, <laughs> man, it's been too long. That's hard, man. Yeah, what about that, the egregious lie? Um, it's been too long. <laughs> so, <no. laughs> I fuck with it. I fuck with it. <laughs> Uh, the, oh, the egregious, I guess the most egregious lie, <laughs> it was one I said, I told a young guy, I want to do this to prevent me from cheating on you, Ooh, knowing good and classic. damn well that the cheating was going to happen regardless. That's <laughs> a classic. <laughs> that's a wow. classic lie right there. I need you to crawl into one of those track them glad bags that seal in the funk. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's stinky trash. That's classic. I'm actually kind of I'm kind of impressed, Major. <laughs> <laughs> like you like the way I work. Oh well, I ain't know we was giving I ain't know we was giving the same, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all function with the same energy? Yeah, man. I definitely gave that one. Like, look, uh, before this get before this get nasty. 
before this relationship get to a place where I don't even want to fuck with you, like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, let's just go ahead and cut it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely told that one, and it wasn't really a lie because it was going to happen. It you was were just fucked up. Yeah, but you just got to make it more mutual. Yeah, it's the tune. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. The, if, it's the if we gonna be honest with ourselves, you know. What mm-hmm. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you yeah, you you get extra mature. Yeah, like you know, what do you want from this relationship? Let's speak. Let's talk about it. Yeah. In five years, where do you see yourself? I mean, <laughs> we keep having the same arguments. You, you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> see, <made> you know. <laughs> What are we? What are we doing? Huh? What are we doing? That's the question, right? And you make her answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, man. Oh, the pettiest, the pettiest breakup though. My pettiest breakup was uh the the Baltimore broad that never had tacos. I was like, I can't, I can't do this much work. If so, you have. I reached the culture level of having experienced tacos. Yeah, I can't. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Yeah. The, uh, see, Major, you missed the, my pettiest breakup. Oh, what was the? <laughs> the the bride I was dating that had uh, never had a taco. I was. I don't have the time <laughs> to train you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The thing is, broad had never had a taco before. That's that's an. We I don't even think that's ground zero. That's yeah, like yeah, that's not even ground zero. I gotta go back because I gotta introduce this bitch to peaches. You know what I'm saying? It's fruits. She's not right. So nah, I had the time for that. Like it, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like there are green grapes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, 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 I ain't trying to do all that. So that was the uh, uh, breakup. Shit, I don't blame you on that one though. Miss Janelle. Uh petty is reasonable. Like it, but it's not really petty though. It was the sex was whack, but I I, I was terrible because I didn't say that, you know. But well, I feel a like sprinkle of petty. I feel like he would have tried to fix it and I didn't want to be the I don't Wait, hold on. He got a petty. petty. That's petty. petty. That's <laughs> That's the I petty was, part. Major, I was too old to be the rehearsal chick. I was too <laughs> old to be the trainer. I can't I can't school you on how to stroke when we this big old age. So I was like, <laughs> we got different ideas about where we want to go with relationships. So <laughs> niggas, niggas always try to lump it in. <laughs> so That's I what, said, Miss Janelle, Miss Janelle, no, Miss Janelle form a petty a little bit different. See, baby, she she be like, oh yeah, you want you want a family? Oh no, this not gonna work. <laughs> I can't give you what you need. So and I would hate more kids. Janelle, oh yeah, 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 nah, we ain't gonna. Do I that. would hate for you to resent me because I can't give you the family that you want. At, no, nay. The family that you deserve. Right. There you oh, go. shit. <laughs> Damn. That almost made me want kids. Miss Janelle, Miss Janelle, <laughs> she got a way to throw that shit in there. Trust me. <laughs> she'll let a nigga talk. She'll let, she'll let a nigga talk that shit and she'll just be listening, listening. And they like, yeah, I don't mind. You know, maybe down the line have one, two kids. Then the sex be whack. Mm-hmm. Hey, That's you know my what? key. 
<laughs> and I'd be um, like, you know what? I don't want my feelings to get involved. I love people. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd be hurt when you gotta go on and ultimately find the woman who will have your baby. There you go. Mm. See how I don't this shit ain't flipping? And that nigga don't even deserve his, he barely deserve his paycheck, but you just gonna tell this nigga <laughs> about the family he deserves. You yeah. was something else. Ooh. Now the worst lie, it was a dude that I escaped a relationship with. It was a dude that I just wanted the business from. And he was trying to take it to another direction. So I told him that I was with child and it was his. And I knew that he was just trash enough that that would make him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, the, fir the first joke that popped in my head, I can't say. I'll tell, I'll text it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then, and then when he, and then when he went ghost, Ooh, I was shit. like, yeah, that happened exactly how I thought it would. But I had a contingency. Like if he would have been like, baby, I'm ready to do what I got to do. I was ready to be like, the miscarriage was just too painful. So <laughs> I got, you know what I mean? Oh, like I had backups. Within the same conversation? No, but like I had backups if he did, if you. it didn't go how I thought it was gonna go. Oh yeah. You know, if he wanted to step up and be a man at that point, and we were young, like you're not gonna step up to nothing. But if he had, oh, that, it was a chance, he, he could have chanced it. He, yeah, if he got a spark, it mm -hmm. was like I can go get a job with my uncle. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Okay, that answers my question. Ignore my text. <laughs> I'm moving on. Thank you for that touchy subject. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, as always, thank you, Chaz, for submitting that. That's great, man. I appreciate the feedback from our fans, for the people who listen. All, those of you who are listening now, that ain't got no commute. Well, y'all commute is so short because the traffic is, fu is fucking clear. Y'all the real MVPs. The one came 100. I'm barely listening right now. And, <laughs> but my whole mode for listening was commuting. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, so for me, to, to I would have to actively listen to a podcast. And I try. I, I do an occasional sound check uh, just to make sure that we don't sound too too trash doing this whole uh -huh. virtual thing. Uh, but shout out to y'all. Y'all are the the real winners, the real MVPs. We really only do this to try to give y'all something to listen to during this time. I know some of our listeners had, I received some feedback saying that I'm so glad y'all didn't stop uh -huh. doing your thing because you're listening, you're still uh, fucking with us and for a lot of people we're just that one hour and a half to two hours of just not hearing some negative shit or even if we do touch on Corona or Black Lives Matter it's not to the point where we're going to depress y'all or send y'all into a rage or anything like that we just want to keep it as light as possible but also informative to a certain degree Miss Janelle is definitely going to keep us in check because we don't AC Major and CO don't be reading all the shit. You know what I'm saying? We just got I'm these jokes. I'm currently not reading text messages right now. We're <laughs> just trying to fly these jokes off for real. Mm -hmm. uh, all of you who are celebrating the fourth, do what you wish. 
I am not one of those people that are going to condemn you for lighting your fireworks and celebrating. Cheers to you if you want to, if you choose to celebrate the independence holiday of this country, that's perfectly fine. Do you enjoy yourself? Everybody and everybody deserves a day off on occasion. So that's why I'm not going to besmirch you guys for celebrating. Oh. However, yeah, I use that right. However, Hmm. I ain't gonna go too hard because that's it. And I've been <laughs> sipping. So take the fucking foil off your grill. <laughs> what you say? You don't give a fuck about them celebrating independence. I don't give a fuck. About, yeah. But you better get hey, that guy there. Uncle foil. Sam, get the fucking foil off your grill, B. <laughs> give your coals time to amber. Mm-hmm. Be patient with the shit. It's a, it's a cook. It's, a, it's a outdoor. This is a prehistoric cooking method. This is not a microwave. You can't just get your grill up to four hundred like that. Give your coals time to amber. Close the lid because mm. that makes it hotter. <laughs> I see motherfuckers light the grill, leave the lid on the ground, and come back with lighter fluid because. This shit ain't hot enough. Put the lid on, nigga. <laughs> For those of you making frozen burger patties, I don't know how many years I got to do this with y'all. Stop. Mm-mm. Stop. You don't even like the people that you're grilling for. No. So stop. That's real shit. It's so impersonal when you get frozen patties. Even with a meat shortage, y'all still doing this. Y'all still found y'all found frozen patties with a meat shortage. Y'all found these great patties and y'all putting them out on the grill. Mm-hmm. Them in McDonald's. Right. <laughs> I seen a, a, a somebody on my timeline just just a grill full of legs. Mm. It, don't do chicken. Just don't do chicken. If that's all you're doing, don't do chicken. Give somebody an option, please. Throw a thigh on there at least. But just legs? And if you know when your cookout is starting, please put the chicken on in a timely manner. I feel like we I feel like I've been doing this. We've been doing this podcast for what? Three years, four years, something like that? Mm-hmm. Like four years, man. What's wrong with us? I feel like I keep having to repeat myself. Put the chicken on first. Yeah. Hot dogs last. Mm-hmm. Cook. Y'all should be done cooking now. It's two in the afternoon. <laughs> you don't want to be out there in 95 degree weather. Right. It's okay to have the food ready if the cookout start at three. Yeah. It's okay to have the food already done. And let me tell you, you can't, you can't drink the same. No, you can't. <laughs> you, you can't drink the same if you cooking it at 6 that p.m. That heat zap your energy. All the carbs <laughs> that you had in your belly is sweating out. Like, you see, Major, you know. Yo. <laughs> All that shit, you know, it don't work. You gonna, you gonna be, you gonna be calling Earl at five. <laughs> if you drinking over the hot flames, like, come on. Exactly. Sleep on your mama couch at six. Right. <laughs> the majority the of the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of the world enjoys cheese on their burgers. So put cheese on the burgers. I don't like cheese on my burgers. 
I'm the exception to the rule. I understand this. So when I go to a cookout, no cheese on my burger, please. But if I saw the whole, if I see a line of motherfuckers coming to the grill with a slice of cheese in their hand, wanting you to melt their cheese, like, do that first, man. Come on. Let's be, come on. Also, if you love your guests, offer cheese. Mm. Processed cheese food. Yeah. Don't hit the same. (laughs) Offer real cheese. Offer cheese. Yeah. When the world opens back up officially and COVID has been eradicated because Bill Gates has accomplished his mission, whatever that is, and the 5G is doing whatever the fuck it's supposed to be doing. And the go-ahead meetings resume. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Only once we get Dr. Dre back in the meetings, though. Mm. Yeah. Once Dr. Dre uh, reacquires another hundred milli, then he can get back in the (laughs) meetings. Um, Let's be thoughtful about how we cater to each other. There's a lot of things during this time that I've learned that I actually want to stick around. I like the space. Mm -hmm. I like the space in the grocery store. I would like for that to stick around. I would like the common courtesy of giving everybody at least six feet of room. I want that to stick around. I like the elbow bump. I don't need to hug y'all niggas. I'm good. The elbow bump works for me. Uh, I'm fucking with that. Anything y'all doing right now that you want to keep once COVID is, is over? I've embraced the nod. The knot is dope. Yeah, the knot is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see. Uh, I, I like getting shit. I, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it true. I'm I'm loving getting shit delivered. Um, but I want delivery companies to develop better relationships with the restaurants and more equitable distribution of funds, like mm-hmm. between DoorDash and Uber Eats and the restaurants that use them. Um. Tip these people, man. Yeah. I, I want to see generous tipping happen. Yeah, even when I pick up curbside, they getting 10 off of me. Mm-hmm. Just for the fact that they got to deal with countless hundreds of cars pulling up. Yeah. And, and like, I'm, I'm extra tippy right now. Because I ain't burning gas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How about that? Uh, so- I like... I like the mutual aid that I'm seeing just among fam. Like, you know, like you mentioned, Greece, if one of us going somewhere, somebody hitting up Costco, what you need. Um, we all getting together, putting in on farm orders. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking that community structure. Like, like I mentioned, no bullshit. If you got a fucking telegraph bill, <laughs> holler at me. But just in general, you know, for your loved ones, if you can, for your team, if you can, um, I, I mentioned on the on the episode where we were discussing what type of utopia we would want to see, um, and I, I spoke on us having communities. Like I like the idea of us building community in the way that you know my whole squad knows that if they need something from me, you can ask, and if I got it, you got it, you know. And I want to see that continue for everybody with with your respective groups, you know, take care of each other. I, I want to see that happen. Yeah. I think that our team has done a good job with that. See, Major? 
Anything you want to keep from COVID is what the question is. Oh, um, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone, man. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I like, I, I, we, we not really, I guess, a warm country per se to begin with. And I guess compared to like, especially being on the, the northern part of this country compared to the southern part, you got that hospitality shit. But motherfuckers are more, they're more focused with keeping it moving, um, keeping shit short, quick, sweet, to the point, which I'm all about. Uh, no need for for short talk. Mm-hmm. If motherfuckers waiting on the meal, no need to all be huddled up in one spot waiting on the meal. Let's all sit in our cars and um, wait until our numbers are called. I like some of the some of the organization methods from picking up food and stuff during this whole thing. It's actually jolly lit, and that's something we probably should keep up because it's actually safer, quicker in some instances. And motherfuckers are leaving me the fuck alone. There's a spot near us. I won't give them any plug because they're anti everything I stand for. But they make they make a mean chicken. So <laughs> Gerasmo and I will go. And if you call in your order and you tell them the vehicle, I don't think I I don't think I'm in park before somebody's walking out of the restaurant with the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's that swift, it's that immediate. They're that on top of it. And yeah, I'm with you. I'm rolling with you, C Major. There's I, I want that to continue. I would yeah. love for that to continue. That in me let's let's keep it short and sweet. I told you the sauces, the the drink order, the fork. Like I told you, I needed forks. Everything's in there. We ain't mm-hmm. got to do this back and forth. You ain't got to come mm-hmm. to the car, ask me who I am, go back get the shit, come back, mm-hmm. get my car. You know what I'm saying? They they have gotten it down to a science where it's as it's, it's, it's limited as possible contact. Um, I like people not getting offended when I fucking scrub my hands. Yeah. After dealing with you. Like, mm-hmm. I need that to stay because I'm going to continue doing that. Because even when the government tell me this shit over, I, I don't believe it for about six months. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you might you might have just had that uh that bag salad. Right. Exactly. See <laughs> <laughs> Major, do you have something for us, bruh? Yes, I do. What we got right here is the good man Renaissance Mike with a track called Murder. Oppression trying to break my chains. A nigga just speaking from the heart, got stress on brain. Put my soul up in the mic, I hope you feel my pain. Hey, how the fuck is you gonna tell me to cook? You ain't the one the bass is aiming for, you next to the school. You ain't the ones that hanging from trees, you probably pay for the rope. This same that don't, don't give a fuck, cause you ain't kids to my folk. Say no shit, it's just a different day now. Killing us, cunning us niggas while they looking for a way out. What's up on the an next? And then they tell us just to stay down. They telling us if we listen, won't go miss it. Yeah, okay, wow. Like, damn, really? I wish I could have thought of that. Compliance with my hands up and maybe they won't just flip my cap. Say nigga, you stupid. Told us kids been doing that. Even when we listen, they don't care and still gonna bust a strap. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that word. 
Man, shout out to y'all generation. I give y'all so much grief. I really do. And I have to be I have to to be honest with myself and say that I'm very impressed with the movement and what you guys are doing. My knees aren't ready to march. Y'all knees are. Y'all are out there. Um, I'm seeing all types of black uh, organizations form for various reasons, various subsets of the culture. Mm. Y'all are fucking it up out there. I appreciate it. Um, the songs, that song you just played, the 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 little babies of the world. The mm-hmm. it, I'm I'm seeing it. I'm feeling it. I'm acknowledging it, and I want to say thank you because a lot of times I know our generation that came before us didn't necessarily embrace our way of speaking out and our way of vocalizing our issues through rap. So I want to be the first in my generation to say I I hear y'all and, and y'all are doing the, doing the damn thing. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Uh, if, if there's anybody who, like me, enjoys reading, um, and in this time where people are talking about defunding the police or police and prison abolition, um, can I just recommend uh, Our Prisons Obsolete by Angela Y. Davis? Um, if y'all are in a reading mood or an audiobook mood um, and, you, and you're hearing all these terms and you can't quite make much of it, that's a good place to start. Say so that I again. Like re- I like to recommend a book by Angela Davis called Our Prisons Obsolete. If you want to know about prison, ab- ab- prison abolition as well as police abolition. It's good shit. Well, guys, take care of yourselves. Um, it's another week that we're dealing with this shit. Some of y'all are back to work. Some of y'all have moved into like A, B schedules of, of working in the office. Some of y'all are still home like me. Some of your bosses like mine have said, fuck that shit. I'm not willing to get any of our employees sick. Uh, shout out to y'all for having that ability. Recognize your privilege in that because folks like C Major have to go. Mm-hmm. Folks like C Major have to deal with the public. Mm-hmm. Folks like C Major are putting their chests and their weak ass lungs on the line to make sure your oil Before is changed. weak ass check. <laughs> <laughs> so please keep that in mind. Um, I was thinking about putting up like some type of GoFundMe for your lungs, C Major, but you smoke too much. Yeah, we can't, people ain't gonna support that cause. Yeah, this nobody, nigga's a walking liability. Yeah, nobody's gonna fuck with your lungs. <laughs> was it COVID or was it him? Right. <laughs> but honestly, every week I do think about the Clarence I, and uh, shout out to CEO and and young Clarence here because they every week are going out there going to work and, yeah. and they family so yeah I do think about that a lot bless y'all continue to wash your hands uh, continue to wipe down things that you never thought about wiping down before it's okay I'm with you I've wiped down a banana I don't even do nothing with the skin oh <laughs> Yo, yo, chill, <laughs> chill, B. It's over, man. It's over, man. 
Yeah, it'll be easy. We see y'all. We catch y'all next week. Oh, I'm sorry. At Reels and Feels on Twitter. Oh. At Reels and Feels on Instagram. I'm at T Greasy on Instagram and at T Greasy on Twitter. I'm Devious Dose. You can find me on Twitter at C Major P U H C E E. That's C E E Major P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E Major. Uh, Vibrant still streaming everywhere. Action on SoundCloud. Uh, music video. Gotta get it on YouTube. And um, yeah, man, just work and continue to work. Like you said, uh, loving the music I'm seeing from my peers. I feel like the thinkers are doing what they're supposed to do so that the leader, and I feel like it's providing proper inspiration for the actual leaders who got their boots on the ground. Everybody feel like they need a soundtrack at times. So that's what we're here to do. Hopefully Something. it helps. Hopefully it motivates. Is CEO? Oh yeah. If you're looking for CEO, um, you can find him at dude in the corner on Twitter and uh, on Twitter and Instagram. All right. Check it out later.